Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. You're listening to In the NOCO, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Wednesday, November 1st. I'm Erin O'Toole. Election day is less than a week away, and Coloradans are already casting their ballots with early in-person voting at dozens of voting centers. Others are using the hundreds of drop boxes throughout the state, or they've already mailed in their votes. All of this happens under the purview of Colorado's top election official, Secretary of State Jenna Griswold. She says she's embraced the mission of making Colorado elections secure and more accessible. And she says she rarely encounters confusion or misconceptions about how voting works here. Maybe that there's just too many drop boxes at this point. (laughs) (laughs) We invited Secretary Griswold on the show to discuss Colorado's ranking as one of the best states to cast a vote and why there really can't be too many drop boxes. Certainly, Colorado has been ranked as one of the easiest states to vote in. Some of the criteria for that includes mail-in ballots that go out automatically to all registered voters, same-day registration, early voting, things like that. But voter turnout still isn't amazing. It's just under 59%. So that's higher than the national average, which is less than 50%. But I'm wondering, what do you think could really help increase turnout? Well, I think turnout depends on the election. So in 2020, for the presidential election, we had the second highest turnout in the country. And then you you look at off-year elections, there tends to be lower turnout. Part of that is the election model itself. We need to have an accessible election model that allows eligible people who want to cast a ballot the ability to do so. But some of that turnout also can be driven by um, voters not feeling engaged on the specific topic. So what I've done as Secretary of State is, of course, focus on our election model. And I I said a little bit in tongue in cheek, there's too many drop boxes. Uh, But we've actually increased them by 65 percent because we want to make sure that Coloradans have the access that they need. There is no need in modern society to drive a couple hours or have to wait in a 10-hour long line to cast a ballot. We've also increased access in, in different ways. So for example, automatic voter registration, which has registered over 450,000 people, parolee reenfranchisement, working with the tribes to make sure that tribal access is guaranteed and that we start to turn around the historical voter suppression against people in Colorado living on tribal lands. Uh, So that's what we've been really focused on, and I've been very proud of our successes. And it's worth pointing out that the work you oversee on actual election day is really just one piece of a very big pie when it comes to your work as Secretary of State. You mentioned making voting more accessible on tribal lands. Can you say more about that and about what your office is doing to improve access for historically marginalized groups like Native Americans? So I I think it's really important and the duty of the Secretary of State to open up access when we can and increase our security. Um, So when it comes to working with tribal communities in Colorado, 
when I was first elected uh, in my, my first year in office in 2019, we worked with the tribes to pass a series of laws, uh, including guaranteed drop boxes on all tribal lands, guaranteed uh, voting centers. We then went back and made more time available for those voting centers. So it's up to tribal leadership if they want the access, not, not state government officials. We also ensured that uh, a mail ballot could get to a tribal member who did not have an address recognized by the U.S. Postal Service by allowing mail ballots to be sent directly to tribal headquarters. We made sure that some of the, the suppressive things we saw in the Dakotas related to tribal ID could not happen in Colorado. And then we've just continued to build on that partnership. Uh, including just last legislative session, um, running a bill together to expand automatic voter registration to tribal IDs. So we're continuing to, to partner with the tribes. Um, you know, the, the right to vote for tribal members living on tribal lands in Colorado was not recognized until 1970. And so there has been a, a history of voter suppression uh, against that group in Colorado. You know, we've seen a approximate 20% increase in turnout since we started to, to work together to fix and improve Colorado laws. Hmm. Well, I want to switch gears and talk about the security of election workers. During the 2020 election, we heard a lot about threats to poll workers across the country, uh, perhaps not so much here in Colorado, and maybe some of that has died down. But I know it remains a concern for you and for other secretaries of state as well. Could you talk about some of your efforts to ensure that election workers here can do their job safely? No election worker should feel that their life is being threatened because they're doing their job. Remember, the vast majority of election workers um, are election judges. They're volunteers, uh, volunteers that are, are often paid for temporary work, but they're paired together um, in Democrat and Republican pairs to have oversight of every step of our elections. Uh, and to imagine the amount of vitriol that we're seeing across the country, it's just really inconceivable. And we've not been immune to it in Colorado. A recent report showed that uh, about one third of elected local county clerks have retired or stepped down since 2020. Some of it is from just natural cycles of retirement, but people don't sign up to get threatened to, to do these jobs. I've led various efforts, including a new law making it a crime to retaliate against an election worker. Uh, I also led a new law which prohibits open carry close to a drop box, a voting center, or where ballots are proce being processed. But also, I, I've taken um, a, a very public stance on this, uh, uh, sharing with people some of the threats against me. Because I think Coloradans need to know if the use of threats and intimidation is being used to try to tilt elections or intimidate election workers. And from that, um, you know, there's a, a deterrent effect in itself. Right. Well, just to wrap up, as the person in charge of overseeing elections all across Colorado, is there 
Is there anything that's keeping you up at night right now? Oh, gosh. Uh, what is keeping me up at night? Well, just the the drastic fear that one of your uh, listeners who's eligible is not registered. You know, these elections, they're, they're so important. It's how we decide who re- represents us at the local level, at our county levels, big questions for the state of Colorado. So again, voters could just go to govotecolorado.gov. That's the the trusted source of election information. And of course, if you ever need further information, you'd always reach out to your county clerk or to my office. Secretary of State Jenna Griswold, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing all of this great information. Thank you. It's now past the deadline to mail in your ballot. So if you're still filling it out, you'll wanna find one of those 400 drop boxes to ensure your vote will make it in time to be counted. You can do that and find your polling place on election day at govotecolorado.gov. Oh, and one reason Colorado is such an easy state to vote in, if you're not registered, you can do that at the polls on election day. Keep an eye out for KUNC reporters while you're there and come say hi. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm Erin O'Toole. See you next time.